Welcome, everyone. This is the I'm Speaking podcast hosted by Mercy Hernandez and Priya Namar. We're speaking because you've been asking. Join us for a new season as we open up, speak up, and uplift voices everywhere. And of course, all views and opinions expressed in this podcast are that of the hosts and do not represent any outside entities. We have a lot to say, so let's get started. Hello, everyone. This is the I Am Speaking Podcast. I'm Priya. And I'm Mercy. Welcome, everybody. We're here at our podcast, I'm Speaking, because you're asking. And so what are we going to talk about today that everybody's asking about, Priya? Today, we're talking about treating people with kindness. Mm. So what is kindness? Now, we can read out the definition, and then we'll talk about it, because I think it really covers a lot of stuff, including mental health. So kindness is a type of behavior marked by acts of generosity, consideration, or concern for others without expecting praise or reward. Kindness is a topic of interest in philosophy and religion, and kindness was one of the main topics in the Bible. Now, we're not getting biblical on y'all. Don't worry. (laughs) But it's shown that it has increased self Kindness increases self-esteem, empathy, and compassion, and improves moods, in addition to other, you know, physical, mental health uh, things that it improves as well. So how do you treat people with kindness, Mercy? Well, so I want to add a little bit to what you were just saying, because um, since we had this topic that people were talking about, right? Um, treating people with kindness. I was doing a little bit of research at my end uh, this week. And according to the Mayo Clinic, the art of kindness is good, not only for the soul, but for the body itself, for the mind and for yourself. And taking action will greatly increase many parts of your uh, mental health. So That was one of the little things that I saw among many, but I wanted to share that with you. Let's go back to your question. What was it that you were asking me? (laughs) I was asking how you treat people with kindness. Ooh. So I think our, our, well, I think it kind of starts with ourselves, right? I think it has to start from within. Mm -hmm. And then I think we need to share it um, among those that are closest to us, our family our pets, our children, our spouse, our parents, like, I think your inner circle is where you show the most kindness, which is tied to compassion and empathy and all these other, you know, important things that we need to to share with others. And I think kindness spreads from there. Um, My feeling is, you know, that the way that you treat the people that surround you have a lot to do with how they will share kindness outward to, to the world itself. And if I was asked how, how I foresee or feel or how I've given kindness or anything to do with the word kindness, I think it goes towards the foundation that you and I founded back in 2007. I think that was the strongest form of kindness that we could have possibly shown the world. Uh or given the world, because we really had nothing to give other than kindness. We did this out of just our heart. It wasn't like we had money. um, We weren't true philanthropists. We certainly didn't have, you know, 
money to, to give to anybody. We actually showed acts of kindness by speaking to some about ways that they can help others and vice versa. And then full circle, it just spreads. I mean, it just spreads everywhere, like wildflowers. It just goes crazy. And, and I think it's such a beautiful thing because when we're spreading kindness, not only is the person receiving the kindness, but those that are surrounding us are also seeing what we're doing. And I think that's very powerful. And God knows the world could use a lot more kindness um, in every aspect and in every way. So, you know, I think a, a, a way of coming full circle from our nonprofit organization, from the edge, would be a perfect example of this week. Today is Wednesday within, mm. and, you know, we're recording today for podcasts, which will air in the future. However, today being a Wednesday, within the last 48 hours, I've received phone calls, Priya, that are back to back. And I'm in Tennessee at the present moment. I received a phone call from somebody in the North Miami Beach area with a full shipment of beautiful girls holiday clothing from Macy's that was donated, yep. boys suits and art supplies. All brand new shipments from Macy's, JCPenney and somewhere else. Mm -hmm. They were just asking me, we know that you know who to give to. So would you have this from us? We're giving you this, it's brand new, it's packaged, it's, you know, it's just beautiful stuff. While that was happening, we received 20 iPads to give to one of the schools. Yeah. That, I mean, that is huge. That, those kids. Yeah. Oh my God. Another city mm -hmm. and called me and told me, hey, I have 20 iPads that we want to donate to you because we know you know where they can be of good use. So absolutely bring it on. And then from a completely different city, from the Gables, we got another phone call. Um, where a lady received boxes and boxes of purses that were shipped to Nordstrom. However, the shipment came after the season and they had nowhere to store it. Oh. So what they did was they donated them to us and we in turn donated them to a, a domestic violence women's shelter that we work with. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just been back to back to back. Meanwhile, we're working on the toy drive. Meanwhile, we're working on our Thanksgiving Day food drive. So it's just this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing that's just evolved out of a single act of kindness that you and I had when we were sitting at Starbucks, you know, back in 2007. Like, hey, can we make a difference? What can we do? How can we teach our kids? you know, the importance of kindness, of giving, of sharing, um, of taking responsibility for our planet, of all these different things. And, and here, I think we're proof full circle the, of the power of kindness. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I never, I never, when I think about us starting the organization and all the good works <clears throat> that the organization does, I'd never really thought of the word kindness until you just said it. I mean, obviously, what we're doing is kind, what people are sharing with us is kind, but I've always just thought, you know, giving, doing good for the community. Like I've never associated the word kindness with our, with our work, but yeah, yeah. you're, 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 my screensaver is treat people with kindness. Mm -hmm. um, and it's been that for years. And 
one of the reasons that I chose it, I mean, you know, not that it was like the perfect reason, <laughs> but full disclosure, uh-huh. one of the reasons I, I loved it was because Harry Styles had a song that came out and the song was called Treat People <laughs> With Kindness, right? Always so comes back to Harry Styles, right? Oh, somehow it just comes <laughs> back to him. So he had the song. I loved the song. The song um, had a video that was very like 19... 30s, 1940s, like old school, but very classy. And they're dancing like Fred Astaire kind of thing. Uh-huh. And the whole song is about treating people with kindness and the power of kindness. And I loved it. And I said, my gosh, we've been doing that forever. And we do that every day, every breath that we take, we're trying to be kind to somebody somehow, some way and, and lifting them up. And I thought, how awesome. And so I loved it. And I put it as a screensaver, just to remind myself, treat people with kindness because you and I, Priya, know that 90% of the time that somebody is either rude to us or nasty uh-huh. or they snap at us or whatever the case may be, it's about something they're going through. It's not about us. Yeah. Always. It's there. It's 100%, always there. hundred percent. Right? Always. So always. Yeah. when I look at my screensaver, I remind myself, treat people with kindness. You don't know what they're going through. Uh-huh. Just be kind. And it turns everything around. Yeah. And I, I do have to add that, that we're not going out there saying, oh, we have to be kind. Like I'm going to be yeah. kind today. It's not, it's not yeah. being overly righteous or any of those things. It's just, yeah. I think it's more in our nature, um, nature to be like that and wanting to give and do good than anything else. And it just translates into kindness. And I think it's a lot, it's like that for a lot of people as well. You know, they just want to help people. If someone asks for help, they're going to help them out, you know? So it's not, it's not like people go out in the middle in the world and be like, I'm going to be kind today. But although (laughs) some people have to consciously do it. Yeah. So they could break out of whatever cycle they're in. Um, But yeah. Yeah. yeah, For the most part, I think most people are kind, just, it's just, you know, human nature for, for most people. Yeah. For most most people. people And innately, you know, you're, whatever personality you're born with you're you know you're kind up until somebody shows you something else and then your whole world just changes and you know mentally you might shift and not every act that you do is kind and that that leads us into mental health like you know people coming at us and if they're voicing their opinions they're just angry they're snippy they don't smile it's whatever is going on in their heart and mind um, that they're dealing with that's not a reflection of what we're saying or what we're doing. Cause we could just be saying hi and somebody would be like, F you. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, yeah. if you're, or if you're in New York city and you're on the subway. So it's so funny. Cause when I, um, I moved to Miami from New York, it, it, it took me a while to get adjusted to just smile at people, like everyday people walking around and saying, hi, how you doing? Just being courteous because in New York, you're not like that. Everybody has tunnel vision. But when I came back from Miami and I was on the subway, I found myself just smiling at people and people were looking at me like, what the hell's wrong with you? Why is this this lady smiling at me? You know, Um, but that was, you know, it was the kindness that I learned in Miami that I was trying to, you know, um, I obviously brought with me back to New York. And even though I'm from New York, I, I became innate, like I wanted to do it. Um, but now I don't do it anymore. I just keep a straight face. I have a mean mug. <laughs> like the rest of the Come but when on. I, huh? You Come say? on, you're kind. <laughs> but when I'm in the gym, I do try, I, I consciously try to be kinder to the women 
Because I feel like if if someone looks my way, I'm I'm like, okay, I need I need to smile at her, like just to build some camaraderie. Because there's not enough, not a lot of women in the gym, you know. So I want them to feel like, oh, we're in the, you know, we're doing this together. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, but yeah. mental health is definitely um, a huge part of kindness and experiencing it and giving it back. And not everybody's in that place. And I've had my moments where I've just been crabby as crabby as hell you know hormonal everybody does I mean that's part of being human yeah so I mean again it's not about being overly righteous it's just it's just being you and having the wisdom to respond in certain ways um and not be mean to people and just thinking about what's going on you know yeah and and you know I think I think people confuse the kindness with always having to smile and be um like super happy go lucky all the time And, and it isn't I think Kindness is so much deeper than that because um, you and I, you know, might be passionate about children. And so that's where our energy goes, but, you know, kindness in so many ways, it's in all the people that take care of pets um, or animals or the planet plants, um, just so many different things. You know, what would we do without the kindness of those that, that help people that are homeless or that are working with agencies or are terminally ill I mean, there's just so many people out there that show kindness on regular basis mm-hmm. and people that do it on, on an every single, you know, day-to-day basis, like nurses that are there, you know, when you're like in, in your, at your worst, yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah, teachers, right. Having to deal with children and whatever trauma they're bringing in from home and, and the parents, and, <laughs> and the, and the, the parents exactly. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, being kind to those parents that need more help sometimes at the children because of whatever trauma they're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so any time of service, service job, you have yeah. to have that um, disposition. You have to be, have that kind disposition or else you're not going to make it. Cause if you're going to wait on somebody at a restaurant, if you're going to be a airline flight attendant, if you're going to be a teacher, or a doctor, whatever, whatever service job that you're in and you're facing people every single day and you have to provide them a certain, you know, uh, action mm-hmm. or service, you have to have that kind, mm-hmm. smiley face, happy, go lucky, not, not perky all the time, but just right. like, kind. I think it, it, it absolutely comes in full circle because if you're a waitress, and you're kind, your tip is going to be kinder, right? Yeah. And if, and if you're um, an officer and you're out there and you're actually kind um, to any particular situation or person or whatever, it's going to be all that much better for you. Um, if in any, in any way that you can, as a business, as a corporate business, um, in caring and, and showing acts of kindness towards the planet and, and responsibility and or different things that they might be taking action on, that's gonna show, it's gonna show, you know, through the marketing that they have, and it's gonna show through the engagement that they'll have with their community or, mm-hmm. or, or a kind mm-hmm. culture inside of a business is also a huge thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because you wanna become part of a, a culture of kindness as opposed to a negative culture or, or a toxic culture, which is also very common. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it has a lot to do with that. You know, so as as long as as I've known you, you've always, you know, that's been your disposition. You're just very kind and pleasing and just, you know, you're very good natured in the way you treat people. And um, I'm a little bit more rough around the edges, but you know what? I want to ask you this question. Have you ever 
been in a position where you realize afterwards you were not kind to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about and it. I, Tell me about I, it. Give me the tea. Just <laughs> <laughs> call the tea. Um, I think I've, I noticed it more um, when I was called out on it than me realizing it on my own. So I would go to a store and I was returning an item. And so it happened to me. I'll give you a perfect example. There was a store called Henry Bendel. I loved their stuff. They were in Dayland. Um, it was high-end purses and different things. They were from New York. Anyway, loved Henry Bundo. And they were closing their stores. They were bought out. Uh, the corporation was bought out by the, the company that owns Victoria's Secret. And they were being bought out. They were closing. And I went to purchase um, some last-minute things that they had on clearance, which were great. One of the items that I bought, I had specifically told the gentleman at the register I'm not sure if I want to keep this one or if I want to keep the, like about three of them. And I didn't want to keep all three. I wanted to keep just two of them. And I told him, is it okay if I take them home? I want to look at them and see if my laptop fits, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll bring one of them back. And he goes, yeah, absolutely. No problem. It's not a final sale. You can bring it back. Just bring the receipt, make sure it's not touched, whatever. I'm like, yeah, I'll be back tomorrow. So I went back, I think it was the next day or two days later. And I went with Lauren, my youngest daughter. And so I got there and the girl at the register said, oh no, you can't return the purse. And I'm talking, you know, it's a couple hundred dollar purse. And I thought, excuse me, can I get your manager? Like, it was like that instant. Like I just went like full out, like, I don't mm -hmm. think so, right? Mm -hmm. And the manager came out and I was already ready. I looked at her, I go, I was here yesterday and you had a gentleman that told me, and I mean, I went at it. like." I was just angry. <laughs> and the lady said, well, I'm sorry, but he shouldn't have told you that because whatever, like she was telling me I couldn't return it. Mm -hmm. And I was so angry. And I guess I was rude to her. And I was like, well, I'm going to take a bank, but I want you to know that you need to educate your staff a little bit better on what they're doing and what they're saying, because that was wrong. That is what he said. If he were here right now, I'm not even going to make a, a issue of it I'm not going to go whatever I'm just going to keep it because I understand that the store is closing down and you guys have bigger issues than me returning a purse and I get that I go but it was wrong and it's wrong of you to not acknowledge it and to not you know take action on it whatever I was super angry so mm -hmm. I left and I, I left satisfied like hmm, gave her a piece of my mind that's there she blah 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 <laughs> the minute I walk out of like out of the store and I'm walking in the mall Lauren tells me, was it really necessary to be that rude, mom? They're just oh. And I looked at her, I go, what do you mean that rude? They were rude. How dare they tell me that I could and that I could. She goes, I'm not talking about the facts. You're correct on the facts. But was it necessary to be so rude? The first girl, like right off the bat, you snapped at her. Like she was just telling you what she was told to say. She just mm -hmm. works there. Yeah. And I she's telling me that and it's like somebody's just slapping me in the face like damn you're right you're absolutely right and that's not my nature my nature usually is to say oh my god but please can you double check because he told me and I'm usually yeah you're such a smooth talker <laughs> even if they don't they always end up doing it for me like I they'll <laughs> do whatever they're like yeah don't worry about it we'll take it back we won't even tell anybody but for some reason, I was I was angry that when the supervisor came, she didn't take accountability for mm. her, her employees, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I was angry. And so when I walked out, that was 
you know, Lauren was telling me, I'm not arguing the facts. You're, you're correct about the facts. It wasn't necessary to be so rude. You don't know, you know, what their other side of, of the corporation is telling them they can and cannot do. The guy clearly made a mistake. So were you really going to throw him under the bus for that? I'm like, clearly you didn't pay a couple hundred dollars for the purse. It was me because hello, that was a big one. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So like that, I've had other instances that I've been maybe at the grocery store and then, you know, I walk out and then one of the girls will tell me that was kind of rude. You know, you could have been nicer to her. I'm like, what? How was that rude? And, you know, your kids pick up things that you yeah, don't. Yeah, your kids always put you in check. All yeah, the time. I have a million things going in my head. Like, okay, I bought this and I have to go here and I have to go there. Like, I'm like, you know, to the point, to the point. And well, the lady was talking to you, mom, and you were just cutting her off and like, yeah, sure. No problem. Here you go. I paid you up. I'm out. She goes, could you have been a little nicer? I'm like, damn. So, you know, they, you know, we, we had this conversation that you and I about, you know, your kids, you know, bringing out the best in you and the worst in you. Yep. And yeah, they've made me think many times about being kinder to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, I think when we, um, when we're also in a, in a, in a rush and we got so much going on in our minds, it's not always easy to stop and think, okay, who's this person on the receiving end of my, my words and my actions, how are they going to feel? Yeah. Yeah. We're just yeah. like, you know, zipping through the day, like, yeah. <laughs> just gotta get it done. I, I, you know? Yeah. I've found myself in, in positions many times that I'll go like somewhere and I'll be with somebody and they'll tell me, geez, I can't believe that person is wearing that while they're working here. Like really, they couldn't iron the shirt or really they, they're wearing like dirty shoes or they're wearing whatever in this store, they should be dressed better or whatever. And those are all the times that I'm, I'm listening to that. And I think to myself, who knows what that person just went through to get here. You don't know if we're those are the only shoes they have, you know, do they even have an iron and, you know, you just don't know what other people are going through. Yeah. And I think that it's so easy to be self-consumed that we forget that there's a whole other world and that person on the other side of that register, on the other side of the counter. Um, you know, if you get to the ER, you're usually like irate and like, oh my God, you know, my child just swallowed a bean or whatever and you're freaking out. <laughs> And yeah. then you're angry that they're asking you to fill out these papers, just look at my son or look at my dog, whatever. And we forget that there's a nurse that's probably been there, you know, 12, 15 hours that who knows if she's experienced somebody's death or a, <clears throat> a parent losing somebody, or you don't know what they've experienced or what they're going through, or if they left somebody ill at home because they had to be there for you and your kid mm-hmm. with the bean, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that it's extremely hard to always remember to try to be as kind as you can yeah and so that's why I put it on my screensavers everywhere it just kind kind of keeps me in check and reminding me okay treat people with kindness you don't Mm -hmm. know just treat people with kindness and um it's it's more than kindness and I wanted to talk a little bit about the health benefits of it okay right so I I had some pointers here that I had so when you treat people with kindness, you help them feel good. So you're feeling good because it's a, it's a positive energy. It's the good serotonin. It's all the good stuff. So you feel good. But that act of kindness makes the receiving end, the other person, also feel good. 
It also creates a sense of belonging and it reduces isolation. Yeah. So if there is somebody that's depressed, just you showing a random act of kindness will sh- might make that person think about what they're going through a little bit deeper or a little bit less, maybe. Mm-hmm. You so hear that all the time. You hear people saying all the time, like, oh, you're not, not, not to me personally, but like you hear stories of people yeah, saying like, yeah. so like X, Y, Z to me. And, you know, I did brought me out of depression or it, yeah. you know, I and was the person didn't even realize that it was just the random act. It's just kindness. And, mm-hmm. and so I think that that's why it's so important, right. That we should constantly be just showering everybody with kindness. And that's, you know, one of the things out there is, um, share kindness like confetti just like just throw it out there to everybody it also helps keep things in perspective mm-hmm. and that that health benefit of keeping things in perspective kind of goes back to keeping in mind it's not about just you doing your groceries but that person that's working there especially during covid everybody's like so safe and so you know you have your mask and you have your gloves and you're not touching anything and then you have that cashier that's stuck there all day with whomever walked by whether they had a mask or not whether they were sneezing or not and that cashier has a family too and they're bringing that home and and all those things so it's you know keeping things in perspective it helps make the world a happier place one act of kindness can often lead to more the more you do for others the more you end up doing for yourself Mm-hmm. So, you know, those are some of the things that I had researched. These are all facts um, of tests that have to do with kindness. If you're depressed, which is, you know, such a, unfortunately, such a common thing right now. Um, one of the things that you can try is try being kind to others, which is the opposite of what you're feeling if you're depressed. Yeah. If you're super upset, you're down. Um, for things that are out of your control, you know, most of the time, because it, it's more of a, a mental health issue than it is um, in your environment. Yeah. But if you, you go ahead, go ahead. I know. I just yeah, if, if you can, right. If, if you can at all um, try to think of, of doing an act of kindness, maybe it will help you more than that person you're being kind to. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, the benefits are just really underrated, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I was reading somewhere and I don't remember uh, what source it was, uh, but I was reading somewhere that giving is also a trauma response. So um, if you're, and it just made me think about my own self, like, oh shit, you know, like I've been through some childhood trauma, like that, is that the reason why I like to give and make people feel good? Cause I'm just trying to get away from those emotions, you know, right. and I've actually talked about these things with my therapist. So giving because it's, so it's a way of you escaping the feelings that you have and, sure. you know, helping others to feel good. Um, and a lot of people do that. They, they want to just give and give even to, to their own detriment. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just give way too much and people take advantage of you. Um, they just want to give and give just to get away from whatever they're going through internally, whatever they've experienced. Um, it's sort of like they're running away from it, you know, in order to escape it, they enter this new world where people are happy with them and they're accepting of them because they feel good about, uh, what the person is giving them or doing for them. 
Um, so it also can be a trauma response. Interesting. Yeah, it can. And, and, you know, one of the things that we need to keep in mind when it comes to, to kindness, to giving, to, to sharing, um, it's always also having boundaries and, and taking, you know, also keep an eye on yourself because just like there's, just like there's a lot of kindness and a lot of giving, there's also those that will take and take and take. Uh-huh. Um, and then you're taken advantage of. So, you yeah. know, so, you know, be, be careful with who you give to, um, but kindness, you know, hundred percent kindness yeah. is just something we should always be giving. Exactly. In everything, yeah. in everything. And I think, you know, to, to sum it up, I really think it has to start with us. Mm-hmm. Has to start with being kind to yourself, be kind to your mind, be kind to your body, be kind to your surroundings, and then spread it from there. Be kind to those that surround you, you know, your, your immediate family, your closest friends, and then so on and so on and so on. And always asking the question, what's going on with them? Yeah. Always absolutely. be ready to ask that question. Like, why are they acting this way? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, even thinking about, like, I know you shared your, your story of when you were ratchet, but, <laughs> <to that service. laughs> but um, when I was little, so I was bullied a lot. I was bullied for being overweight. I was bullied mm-hmm. for being, I like smelling like curry because I'm Indian. So the, I went to an all Italian Catholic school and these kids made fun of the way I, I smelled because I smelled like home food. Mm-hmm. Um, and they used to call me really awful names. And because I was bullied so much, I ended up bullying another girl that was just like unassuming and just she was frail. And as she crosses my mind, you know, every once in a while, like, oh, I hope she's okay. <laughs> like I, what I did was really fucked up. Like I used to be so mean to her. And, um, and I would, I, I even tripped her once and <laughs> like, it's like all these little things, like, and then she eventually had, she eventually left the school early. And I know it probably was because of my part of it was because of my bullying. I don't know if she was going through other stuff at home, but um, I was really a mean girl to her. And, but it was because other people were being mean to me, but I, in I was like, what, 12, 13. And I didn't have the mental capacity to, to grasp that or to catch on that. Like, Oh, people being too mean to me. I, I shouldn't be mean to this girl because that's the same way they were treating me. You know what I mean? Um, so even with children and bullying, you know, if you thinking about all the times my kids have been bullied, like I've wondered, like, what's going on with those kids? (laughs) Why are they bullying my kid? Like something happens. Yeah. And kids come with a lot of baggage and trauma and they don't even realize it. You know, whatever they're experiencing at home, whatever they're experiencing in school from the curriculum, um, you know, there's a lot of trauma going around that people don't, um, people don't recognize. And um, even talking to our kids. So if your kids, if you're a mom or your dad listening, or you have a niece or a nephew, your kids are experiencing bullying. Find It's a good practice to find out like what's going on with the bullies. Like, why are they bullying? What's going on at home or in their lives? that's making them feel that way. Um, and it'll be a little bit easier just to work with the situation once you know what's happening and talk to your kid about it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I think going, going right back to what you're talking about, we're unable to give what we don't have. 
So if we're not kind to ourselves, mm. it's impossible for us to be kind to others. Mm -hmm. And so case in point, you as a teenager, you know, didn't have the kindness within you. You weren't given that kindness. You weren't being shown that kindness by your classmates. Yeah. So that's why you, that's what you were giving, what you were receiving. So as adults, if we take full responsibility to fill up, as they say, fill up your cup, right? So mm -hmm. that you can share with others, yeah. um, you know, it starts with us from within. So if we're kind to ourselves and we're happy, you know, if mama's happy, everybody's happy. So if, if you're happy, <laughs> you can share that joy with everybody. So that's, that's my take on it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and this was a great conversation. I like the fact that we didn't just talk about <clears throat> the righteousness of, uh, of being kind. Like there's all these different, you know, you know, variables going on with people and, and um, kindness is always a good route to take, but it's not always easy. And, and it's okay. Cause you're human. As long as you think about things and process it and go back and either try to fix it or do better next time, you know, that's, what's important. Um, so we want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. Make sure you like, share, follow, subscribe. And this is the I'm Speaking podcast with Mercy. And Priya. And we're speaking because you're asking. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast and that you join us next week on Friday. Thanks, y'all. Bye.